everyone, welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Guy Friedman, the co-founder and CEO of SteadyMD. Very excited to have Guy on the podcast. We've been doing a lot of telehealth-focused podcasts, especially with everything going on with COVID-19. Guy has a very interesting company. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Hi, Guy. Thanks so much for joining us on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Thanks for having me. How's your day going today? Uh, pretty good. I think like most of America working from my house, but uh, it's going well so far. Obviously super busy. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm interested to hear because I've, I've heard it both ways. I've heard people that are going out of their minds. I, you know, they hate working from home. How do you feel about it? How do you and your, your team like it? Um, I, I think in terms of the work, we haven't really missed a beat. In most tech companies, we, we're already all on Slack and Zoom, and we didn't have to learn that, or Trello or uh, Notion in terms of product management, so um, project management. So in that regard, we didn't miss a beat work-wise. So I think it's now more about people were used to going to the office and socializing and seeing people and trying to recreate moments like that. But um, I think our company has done a really good job of uh, maintaining, you know, maintaining our workflow and not having interruptions there. Um, so that's been great. And then it's just making sure we're checking in on everyone and people are, are talking to people every day, even if they don't have to for work. And that's been, uh, um, and that's been kind of the focus for working remotely, but it's been, it's been going fine. Great. Yeah. We've, we don't mind it either. It's, I feel like you're able to get your individual tasks done a lot easier because there's not, you know, potentially these type of side conversations that can come up, but for the most part, uh, it, it also is, but it is weird not being able to see people face to face as well. It right. Used right. To. So yeah, exa- exactly. Like the, the work itself, is uh, you can efficiently get it done whether you're at home or at the office, but there is a emotional need to connect with people and see people. Um, and yeah. a lot of people get that through the office. So I think that's the part we kind of have to solve for if you're going to go remote uh, versus, versus have an office. So that's what I think people should be focusing on now. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I really want to have the audience hear a little bit more about your background. You know, today you're the co-founder and CEO of SteadyMD, but I'd love to kind of hear how you got to this point, kind of your background sure. to this point, and then we can dig more into SteadyMD and uh, what you guys are working on. Yeah, absolutely. So um, from the beginning, I guess, I was born in Los Angeles, born and raised there, um, went off to the East Coast for college, uh, went to school at Tufts University in Boston, and then I had um, a few consulting gigs in New York and then went off to business school after that. And after business school, I started doing startups and entrepreneurship. So my first startup was in the educational technology space. There's a company called Higher Next, and we had developed a platform for online proctoring, which is when you take a test remotely for a college or university or certification company and you're observed over the webcam, so you can't cheat on the exam. Uh, obviously, another industry that's kind of booming right now. Um, so I had 
developed one of the early companies in that space and sold it to a, a bigger player. And that whole entrepreneurial journey took about five years round trip from starting the company, raising it around, selling it and working for the acquirer. But the whole time we were developing the product, I always thought there was a lot of applications to healthcare and telemedicine, given it similar dynamics around onboarding a person, connecting up, sharing screens, video, scheduling, um, and really took time after that experience to study the whole healthcare industry from the typical telemedicine business of urgent care telemedicine to e-consults. And the more I looked at everything, I didn't like any of the business models. I thought um, there was really a big opportunity I became super passionate about around the doctor-patient relationship. And it felt like everyone was investing in this idea that we need to scale the doctor so they see as many patients as possible, either via um, rapid fire urgent care appointments, um, other healthcare providers, um, urgent care chains, AI chatbots. But what, we're what we were losing in all that investment was the benefits of a long-term continuous relationship with the same doctor. And that's something that I think was missing um, from from the online world and the telemedicine world and uh, fulfilled a really, I think, deep need in, in, uh, in people who want a doctor that knows who they are and can, can take care of them for the long term. And there's some familiarity there and continuity. And that's what, uh, that was kind of the initial brainstorm. And I hooked up with my co-founder, Yaron, who I've known for, you know, since I was in kindergarten, <laughs> we grew up together. And, uh, and he's a startup guy, he's a 20-year veteran of more on the tech and product side, um, and I'm more of like the business guy. And we, we got together, and we were both really passionate about this idea of bringing back relationships with, uh, with your doctor and focusing the whole product on that piece of the, of the puzzle, and that's what we launched. And you've been at it with SteadyMD now for a couple of years, right? Yeah, it's, we're approaching our fourth year. Wow. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> now, I guess during that time, and feel free to only share what you want um, sure. in regards to this, but what, what have been, I guess, some of the challenges just starting a telephone um, company yeah, and kind of scaling it? I, great question. I think um, with us specifically, we were really creating a new category of healthcare, meaning um, the idea that your permanent, dedicated primary care doctor would be an online relationship separate from your acute care, urgent care needs where you need to be seen or touched. This is the person that's overseeing and managing your health care from end to end. Um, that's never really been done at scale online before. So for us, it was really marketing and educating the consumer um, around that concept. So just a little bit about how SteadyMD works. Um, when you come to the SteadyMD website, we take you through a matching engine, which we ask you all these different criteria and categories you care about in terms of your own healthcare. So you could be a runner, a vegetarian, you could have diabetes, obesity, you could want a female doctor. We take hundreds of criteria that you click on and we try and match you to a doctor that either has expertise or familiarity with that lifestyle or condition. 
And that's right off the bat created a meaningful spark with the patient and a meaningful relationship that you can't get in the physical world. So if the chances that a doctor in your local geography is a perfect fit for you um, and is available is pretty low. And so right off the bat, we create this level of alignment and familiarity. Then every single patient gets a one-hour video onboarding call with that doctor. They get to know you. You get to know them. You develop a rapport and kind of friendship and trust right off the bat. And then from that point forward, you're connected with the same dedicated doctor, uh, you know, moving forward via phone, video. Uh, but primarily, most of the patient communication is via our really robust chat application. So you're, you can text the doctor small things or long-term things and try in the platforms designed to take care of both those scenarios. For example, you could say I have a rash and take a picture and the doctor could kind of do a differential right there on the chat. Or you could say I have chronic long-term stomach pain. I'd like to resolve this over time. You could be on a chat channel about your stomach pain for a year. Uh, and so I think that experience is really unique for the patient. In addition to the doctor, we have a full team of medical assistants who help with all your downstream care. So that's your prescriptions, labs, referrals, all the stuff that you need to do where you can either get touched or tested. We handle all that kind of a white glove service where we're arranging that, making sure it's covered under insurance, making the appointment for you making sure our doctors get all the data on the back end. We fetch all your old medical records. And um, I think the business model is very unique for the telemedicine space. We charge a flat monthly rate and you get unlimited care from the same dedicated doctor with a limited panel. A typical primary care doctor sees up to 3,000 patients in their panel. So at 3,000 patients, they're seeing 20 to 30 patients a day and spending 50% of their time billing insurance. Uh, with our model, the doctors are capped at five to 600 patients total, and we don't bill insurance. So the doctor has 10 times the amount of uh, energy, brain space, and time to really connect with their patients and develop a long-term continuous relationship. And, okay. So you don't work with the payers? No. Interesting. Well, that takes a lot of the uh, the headaches um, and the time. Yeah, to yeah. Get professionals. Yeah, if you think about primary care doctors and where they kind of sit in the spectrum today, there's a lot of burnout and a lot of dissatisfaction with their uh, work-life balance and the amount of time they spend billing. Um, is probably the number one complaint that I've heard from doctors that I've interviewed. And so when they come to study MD, we say, listen, connect with your patients for the long term, develop long term relationships with them, and just take care of them and keep them healthy and happy, and actually practice preventative medicine. Um, right now, if you go to your primary care doctor and say, I'd like to do something preventative, he can't bill for that. You know, they said the whole economic incentive structure is around. When you get sick, uh, the doctor can bill to treat you. It's not around um, preventative medicine, long-term continuous care, avoiding uh, downstream care, downstream costs, and things like that. So we tried to make the model very pure where 
it's a direct relationship and a direct connection between the patient and the doctor. Um, we didn't invent the concept. It's similar to concierge medicine, which is a which is a large industry in the U.S. We just put it online and made it amazing. So what's what's the process look like for a healthcare professional that wants to work with you? Um, it's a great question. So just right off the bat, we have hundreds of applications per month for doctors who want to join the platform. Um, I truly believe we have one of the best jobs in America for a doctor. And so I think uh, our reputation is, is leading that and doctors are hearing about it, even though we don't do much advertising on the recruiting side. So they would apply. Um, we have a pretty rigorous screening process in terms of multiple rounds of interviews with not only the corporate team, but also our medical directors. Um, you have to be uh, somewhat um, comfortable with the technology. Uh, it's basically video calls in, in a chat system similar to Slack. So most doctors can handle that. And, uh, and then we kind of screen for personality where we think would make interesting, where we think you would match uh, with our patients that are coming in through the front door and filling out the quiz and if there's demand for someone with your background and personality. And then obviously just performance and um, clinical knowledge and then uh, after getting through the interview process, you get trained up, and then we launch you. Great. Um, no, that's a good process. Yeah, this is so. This this must be a crazy time for you, right? With everything going on with COVID nineteen, uh, and the yeah, have, yeah, man in telemedicine. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think there's different you know categories of telemedicine, as you know. Um, the advantage of SteadyMD is really around the continuity of care, and that's been our lane and branding from the start. So a lot of folks who suddenly want a doctor don't have a primary care doctor that they know, and they definitely, if they're going to call the person on their insurance card or call Teladoc, um, you're going to get a random doctor on the other end. So it's a long hold time, and then this random doctor for a phone call or video call for 10 minutes we're on SteadyMD, you onboard, and then you're connected to that same physician who knows you over time. Especially now, I think the value of that has increased in people's minds and just in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the, general, the general zeitgeist of uh, what people are thinking about. Um, we, uh, we really focus on that as our core value and our, like, the core thing we're selling. I think that's really appealing to people, especially, you know, if you're suddenly your in-person primary care doctor is not taking patients in person anymore and they say, hey, I can, I'm available via telemedicine. Well, they still have 3,000 patients, right, that are calling them or, or the uh, urgent care telemedicine companies like Teladoc or Doctor on Demand or whoever. Those are all urgent care calls. So if you want, a, if you want to talk to a doctor more than once, um, we really are built for that in the most seamless and best way possible. And our whole entire tech platform is really focused on that idea. So um, that's why I think we're seeing more demand for our services and people are uh, more interested in it. So when, when you were mentioning that you leverage medical assistance, what is, I guess, their role in the process? Um, well, we want the doctors, our message to the doctors is your main mission is to connect with the patient, keep them healthy, and take care of them to the best of your ability. 
we don't want you to be tracking and being motivated by, at least monetarily, by appointments, um, you know, by by volume. It's really a we, we want it to be a, a long-term trusting relationship with the patient. So we don't want them, you know, doing a lot of the grunt work that's required around finding referrals, um, fiddling with the prescription system and making sure the prescriptions are done correctly. It, obviously, if they get sent to a pharmacy, we want to make sure they're done correctly. Ordering labs and blood work. There's some, the, the healthcare system is not set up for automation or, um, it's not like there's all these like great APIs you can just plug into. A lot of it's still very manual and still phone-based. And so we take all that work off of the patient's back as well as the doctor. So if you go to a typical doctor and get a referral, they basically give you a piece of paper with a bunch of phone numbers on it. Um, we sort of take on the role of your personal assistant in that moment. And if one of our doctors says, hey, you need to go see a dermatologist, our team will find a dermatologist in network and available for you and, and get you in the door and also research other options. If there's a telemedicine option or uh, a different, you know, cash pay option or something like that, we'll research all that for you. So basically you have a personal medical assistant as a patient, which also leverages the doctor and creates more time and space for them. Really cool. I, lo I yeah. mean, everyone loves it. <laughs> Doctors, patients, um, it's a huge part of the value. It's become a huge part of the value, but really what unlocks it is I have a trusting relationship with a doctor that knows me. And then that really unlocks a lot of efficiencies around all the downstream care and all that stuff. If you don't have start off with that relationship, we know just from other startups and other offerings, utilization is very low and patients don't really, uh, they don't really connect with just, you know, random technology or search engines or stuff like that. You have to really have that relationship with a doctor to uh, to unlock a lot of those efficiencies. Yeah, that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, seems like you guys are doing some really cool things. Thank you, appreciate it, man. It, going into that, I mean, congratulations in order. I know you guys just raised some funding. What can you tell me as far as um, I guess that's that's public knowledge about what's next. Um, you're literally fresh off this this new raise. Um, what are you most excited about? I guess moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think um, our cons core consumer business. We actually have primary care, functional medicine, and pediatrics. So all of those are are going to grow in this time, and we're excited to really motivated and excited because we truly believe in our model and we're caring for patients in a great way that makes them healthier and happier for the long term. So that's what motivates us every day. We wake up in the morning and we're like, wow, what a great opportunity to, to actually make people healthier and happier and build a great business. And that's a really cool thing to, to have built. Um, so we're excited to just continue our rapid growth in the consumer space. And with COVID-19, um, our platform has become a lot more valuable as well. If you think about what we've built, it's a chat-first, asynchronous platform uh, with continuous care from the same doctor. There's a lot of different avenues where that becomes extremely valuable in a time when everyone's calling the doctor on the phone and people aren't able to get through or there's long hold times and the system's just completely overwhelmed. We think um, 
there's a lot of interest from people to leverage our platform with either their providers or we, we slot in and take some volume from existing systems, whether it's insurance companies or states or countries. We're getting interest from a lot of those people right now and other partners as well. Um, so I think, you know, the big, the big picture is our core consumer business will continue to grow and we'll continue to improve our product and platform and then maybe do some bigger deals with uh, as, a, as a platform play as well. So I think we're excited to kind of explore both avenues and uh, yeah. it's, it's, we're kind of set up for this time. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to, to have built, you know, this over the last few years and, and, uh, and now help people stay healthy and happy in a, in a more accelerated way. It's really great. Do you think you'll ever work with the payers? Sure. Um, I think philosophically, um, what we what we think about is a is a great way to care for a patient is long term care from the same doctor, and not doing fee for service. And I think um, the payers do that, you know, with HMOs and capitated rates, and Medicare definitely does that. Um, where they do a flat rate per patient. So I think we kind of fit right into that model. Um, but I think there's a lot of value and time and energy unlocked if you go from fee-for-service to subscription-based. So I think insurance companies are realizing that, and, they'll, and we're definitely talking to a few about working with them, but within our model and our scope versus um, just adding doctors to the fee-for-service world is kind of accelerating uh, that that system, which has proven to be it can be very efficient. You can you can squeeze in, you know, 50 appointments a day if you do it right, but that doesn't count for continuity. The benefits of the continuity of care and really long ter- the long term benefit of having a relationship with a doctor that you trust, and uh, that's proven over country study after study having the same continuous primary care doctor that you have a relationship with uh, lowers long-term costs and is beneficial for your health. And so I think if uh, we work with insurance companies, just kind of philosophically aligning around that idea. Um, But I'm really glad we went out direct to consumer to start because I feel like we have a direct connection to our patients right now. And we've gotten so much feedback around that. Uh, versus going straight to employers or insurance companies uh, to to pay for this right from the start. Um, It's a really pure and great model to kind of kick off the whole concept. Uh, We also have many employers paying for their patients, uh, their employees on our platform as well. So that's a smaller part of the business. But um, so we're already kind of playing there with the self-insured employer space. Um, in the, in the self-insured employer space. Interesting. Yeah, I think whenever you can swing the D to C model and do it effectively, um, you know, building in these other models in the near future definitely becomes a lot easier because D to C is a a tough business model to make work, and you know, you've been able to I'm not, do I'm that. Not, I'm not sure anyone really has except us. <laughs> um, no, I've, I'm you know, I think honestly, that, yeah. I, I can't recall yeah, no. any that have done it. Well, well. We we took an existing multi-billion dollar consumer market, which is called concierge medicine, 
uh, and applied the same principle and put it online, it made it more accessible to a lot more people. So there already are people all around the, all around the U.S. paying a yearly fee to a primary care doctor for extra time and attention. It's just mostly elderly people. But the, the, there was a willingness to pay there, and we just kind of took that idea and ran with it, and we catered to a much more um, younger, healthier, more tech-savvy population. But the core need to have a relationship with a doctor, that's just a universal need that people are willing to invest in their health and pay for. And so that's kind of how we went out with it. Um, we didn't take a product no one had ever paid for and put it online and thought there'd be a consumer business. We took something that there was already a demonstrated value uh, in terms of health outcomes as well as the consumer willingness to pay and, and, um, and just create a platform around that concept. So that's kind of, uh, kind of the genesis of the idea. We didn't want to just create a great platform. We wanted to create a great platform that was sustainable and people were willing to engage with in, in this, in the consumer space. So that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely exciting. Uh, big fan of you know, everything I've heard about your company so far, especially now after speaking with you and uh, just love the name, love the, the brand. Uh, oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. No, that was a, it was a great day when we thought of the name. <laughs> yeah, I just awesome. look at your color too, and I, I don't know what it is, but I never thought looking at a color could provide uh, yeah, a calming effect, but I feel pretty calm. <laughs> okay, so the color is coral, and oh. we had a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole joke at the company, like how much thought went into this color, which, which is not my thing. It's my co-founders, my co-founders of the product, UI, UX guy. And now everyone loves the name and everyone loves the color. So I think uh, it's a uh, it's pretty uh, pretty cool that you mentioned that because it it'll <laughs> it'll make everyone laugh if if this gets in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate is, uh, it. No, yeah, this is staying uh, in. Yeah, this is this we're, is good. <laughs> we're we're, pr we're proud we're proud of what we built. Um, the little things like the name and the color, of course, but mainly it's creating a whole new category of healthcare that. Uh, is helping people stay healthy and happy and and uh, longer, and also make a platform built that doctors love and want to work with, and uh, hope to sustain that as we grow bigger and bigger. Um, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah, no, this is uh, I I look forward to just you know, staying up to date with you and catching up from time to time. I'd love to continue to hear the, the progress that you guys are, are building upon. And uh, I'll put some social media links and the link to your website in the show notes. Uh, For sure. You know, congrats we're, on uh, everything so far. And now uh, we're offering a free SteadyMD account to frontline healthcare workers. So if any of your listeners uh, are doctors or nurses or staff that are treating like people with COVID, um, feel free to, to check us out. I think the link is on the blog or you can just email us. Perfect. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Well, guy, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Wish you the best of luck with everything and stay healthy during this time. You too, man. Stay healthy. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you for the opportunity of uh, chatting with you. Appreciate it. Great chatting. Have a good one. Awesome. Bye-bye.
just wanted to share a quick word from our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is unlocking healthcare professional data, making it easily shareable. Today, they have created a credential sharing platform that allows healthcare professionals and organizations to easily upload, share, and view core credentialing files and fill out their smart universal common application, which allows them to get state licenses, go through state renewals, get credentialed, get enrolled with payers, and many more tasks. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.bloc.health.com. Thank you to everyone who joined us for another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Be sure to check out our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com, and follow us on social media at Slice of Healthcare on pretty much every channel except Twitter, which is at Slice of HC. If you're interested in being a guest or you know someone that would be a great guest, be sure to send us a direct message on Instagram or fill out our contact form on our website. We look forward to bringing you continu- uh, to continuing to bring you great content moving forward and can't wait for what the future holds. Thank you.